Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. How to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real world results. I'm your host, Itamar Morani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, Jiu-Jitsu black belt, and mindset. Is letting go of the chip on your shoulder a good idea or a bad idea? And I don't mean just from a holistic perspective, will you feel better, but will actually get you better results or worse results if you let go of it? It's an interesting subject. And this past month, I've worked with three people specifically on this and things have clicked for them in a very interesting way. It's what I wanted to share today. So what we're going to be doing today is a bit of a workshop. What we're going to be covering is first the story of three of these guys. They're seven to eight figure entrepreneurs who are bumping into this question why we develop a chip, how that actually happens, the number one fear that causes people to hold onto it in an unproductive way sometimes. And then we're going to talk about what's actually harder than simply pushing harder. And finally, again, how to judge if you should or should not let go of that chip. What is right for you where you are right now? So that's what we're going to be covering today. The main question of should you let go of the chip on your shoulder or not? All right. So Here's the deal. We all know the saying of what got you here won't necessarily get you there. But we know that logically, but we can't understand why we suddenly don't let go of a chip or why we can't go to the next level. So basically, this is how a chip is developed in eight type individuals. First off, there's something we don't necessarily feel proud of. Maybe it's the life that we have. Maybe it's a regretful decision or action that we've taken or just our general level of success. So we're not happy that we don't like how it feels. So we decide we're not okay with that. And then we decide that we're going to do something about it. And basically, we make up our minds that we will go through the necessary pain in order to not feel that painful feeling of shame or dissatisfaction. Then from there, that causes us to push harder. We have that chip on our shoulder. And that inertia takes us out of our old circumstances into a better one. And we somehow learn from the world that, hey, when I run away from that feeling of shame or dissatisfaction through aggressive action, good things happen to me. And then we accumulate evidence that, you know what, a chip on my shoulder is a really, really good thing. And I should actually have more of this and I should lean into it because it's gotten me good results. So let's talk about the three clients. So all of them had challenging times earlier in their life. Okay. One of them had a very rough upbringing and also in its early adulthood, he had a very, very scarce financial situation and it was very challenging for him. He didn't like how it was. Another one was bullied in childhood and he just had a bit of a challenging upbringing. Then the last one, he grew up in a very small town of what he said are below average people. And he absolutely did not want to be a below average individual. And that really spurned him. Now, they all wanted to feel better about themselves by improving their situation. They wanted to change something. They did not like it. So they all decided they're going to do something about it, each in their own way. They each have their own story, so to speak. One of them told himself that if I don't max out on every part of my life all the time, then I'll be average. That was a chip he had on his shoulder. Another one said that unless he makes $10 million in personal cash, he's not going to be well off. He's always going to have that kind of vulnerability. And the last guy said to himself, you know what? I need to grind and build. If I'm not hypervigilant all the time, shit will come crashing down. That was the chip they developed on their shoulders. Now, they all pushed hard with that chip on the shoulder, and it actually got them a result. It got them out of their old circumstances. Now, they all have at least seven-figure businesses. One of them sold for multiple seven. Another one has eight. And they were shown by the world that, hey, when I pushed an extreme out of fear of complacency, of not wanting that old situation, I get a really good outcome. That's what the world showed them. So they bought into it. Now, the reality is also with all three of these clients these days, they're all exhausted. They're losing some sleep at night because they're stressing out over things. And they're putting out a lot of small fires instead of moving the really big rocks in their business. 
So they're focused on small things because they're afraid of what happens if this small thing happens wrong. Instead of saying, what are the big opportunities that if I capitalize on them would make this small fire burning completely irrelevant. And as one of them said it very well, he said, I'm kind of hitting my cap with my current beliefs. Now, they all know logically that an effective CEO, the kind of CEO they want to be is cool and calm, is able to be fully on because he can fully turn off and completely recover and has been a good state of mind. And he focuses on big things, which make a big impact instead of the small fires. And they recognize the most important thing. He has to have the patience to do that, to not feel like the world's on fire right now and everything has to happen right now. Now, they all recognize logically, again, that that old chip was helpful to get them from zero to one, but it could be holding them back from getting from one to 10 or from eight figures to nine. Now, they all got it intellectually, but they still struggle to accept it. Now, what helped them all basically look at this with a new light is when I share with them kind of my story of how it was very difficult for me to let a chip on my shoulder go, but how I went through it. So I want to share with you guys as well. So my chip, basically a lot of you guys know this through the podcast that I quit in a part of advanced unit bootcamp in an elite special forces unit because I thought I could coast a little bit. I gave myself that permission. And then I got demoted to a lower tier special forces unit. And when that happened, I felt a lot of shame and regret. I really, really didn't like it. I was embarrassed. I was regretful. I felt like an asshole for doing it. I felt like a lot of people down and I basically didn't want to feel that anymore. So what I decided was in that spot, I'm going to, from now on, become more disciplined than anyone I know. I'm going to go so much harder than anyone. I'm just never, ever going to quit. I'm never going to stop. And that drive and discipline actually led to a lot of success. It helped me overcome a lot of obstacles. But at a certain point, I hit a ceiling. I struggled to employ a lot of leverage and also see the bigger picture at times. I was really, really good at going very fast and very aggressive with my head down, just doing what I know I should be doing and never quitting even when sometimes it was just not the right thing to be doing from the get-go. Because that chip told me, hey, if you quit here, you're going to quit everywhere and you're going to feel that shame and regret again. The way I was able to overcome it was because I got called out on it. My mentor, the head of psychology, the Mossad, told me at the time, listen, I think this is something you need to let go of. And I respected him and his opinion, but I still didn't want to let it go. And I kept telling him, like, listen, man, this fear of me being complacent is what pushed me and got me my current success. And I achieved a lot after that because of it. I was able to push through a lot of challenging circumstances in the agency, in jujitsu, in business, whatever it may be, because I had that kind of fear. Like, I don't want to be that guy again. And he asked me a question. He said, do you think you'll become lazy if that failure isn't there? And at the time, honestly, I looked back at him and I said, like, honestly, I'm not sure. So he looked at me and said, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think you will become a lazy or complacent person overnight? And when he said it like that, it made sense to me. I was like, okay, there's no way overnight I'm all of a sudden going to shift to that lazy and complacent person who I was when I was 18 years old. That's not me anymore. And the reality is with a lot of this stuff, like we don't change that quick. It's like, it's not possible. Habits are hard to change, both good ones and bad ones. Like when you want to change a bad habit into a good one, it takes a lot of time, like whether they say 28 days, six months, whatever it may be. But it's the same thing, the opposite way around. If you're very disciplined these days, and you're doing things that are serving you really well, you have good habits, you have good routines, just because you lose an emotional aspect of fear of what's driving you, those routines and habits are not all of a sudden going to get upended in an instant. That's just not going to happen. And recognizing that gave me permission to try putting that chip down a little bit. And I kept taking little steps until I found a happy balance. I said, okay, let me try seeing if I don't think about it this way, 
Will I still succeed? Will I still succeed? Will I still succeed? And what was interesting to me is that it went well, but finally, when he explained to me this one's concept, everything kind of fell in place. So you've probably heard this again in the podcast, talking about the performance pressure bell curve. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast and not watching this on YouTube, imagine there's a graph. So on one axis, there's performance. On another axis, there's pressure. Now, what we naturally assume is that the more pressure we put on ourselves, the better our performance will be because pressure makes diamonds and all that jazz, right? Now, here's the deal. It's actually a bell curve. So there is a point where pressure goes up and performance goes up as well. But then there comes a point, a tipping point, where the pressure becomes too much and our performance actually starts to dip. Now, the reality is that when I was very young, I did not put a lot of pressure on myself and then my performance suffered. That's what happened in that first unit. So I then decided to put more pressure on myself by holding myself accountable to a higher standard and my performance got better. So what I learned from there is more pressure, better performance, better results. So therefore, I kept putting more and more pressure on myself by holding myself to higher and more rigid standards, and I kept pushing harder. But then I got to a point where my performance was definitely better than a complacent individuals, but not as good as it could be. I was basically over that tipping point of the bell curve. My performance started to suffer because I put too much pressure onto myself. That chip on my shoulder wasn't helpful anymore. It was actually counterproductive to me actually being able to perform my best and achieve great results. And that's where a lot of these guys are. Like, yes, performance and pressure, they have an alignment. And you do want to put some pressure on yourself and you want to hold yourself accountable. But if you're already a person who puts a lot of pressure on himself, who holds himself to a very high standard, you putting even more pressure on yourself is probably not what's going to help you. It might actually be the thing that's hindering you from being at your best. So here's the deal with the chip on your shoulder. It will help you perform better than if you're a complacent individual. You take a complacent individual, he doesn't put any pressure on himself, his performance is going to be very low. You put a chip on that person's shoulder, they're going to put more pressure on themselves and they're going to perform better. That is true. But the question we need to ask is, will it get you to perform at your very best? And the interesting question on top of that is, if it's not helping you get the best external results as far as performance, is it also improving your quality of life or not? And if it's a no to both of these things, you need to consider letting go of that chip on your shoulder. Now, if you don't naturally hold yourself accountable, it could serve you very well to put that chip on your shoulder because it will put more pressure on you and your performance will rise. But if you already do that to an extreme degree, you hold yourself very accountable, and we're going to cover how to recognize if you do or don't in a minute, it's probably counterproductive. It's not actually helping your performance. Now, you got to ask yourself, is this chip on your shoulder? Is it causing you to be more effective or less effective? And I asked them, all three of them, that question. Like, is this actually helping your productivity or not? And they all knew the answer, but before they could say like, no, okay, I'll let it go, whatever it may be, they would say to me like, dude, but it's scary to let it go. Like how it was scary for me. Like it's scary. This is what got me here. And to that, I usually tell them like, yes, it absolutely is. And that's the big thing to recognize. Like you're trying to grow here. You're not trying to stay in your comfort zone. So this is where you have to display a bit of courage. That if you know that logically this is the right thing to do, but it still feels scary and uncomfortable, you need to do it. And this is where you get the opportunity to display courage. It's not going to feel fully comfortable. You're not going to be fully confident doing it. This is where you get the opportunity to display the virtue of courage. And what I always tell them is ask them a question saying, hey, guys, do you remember that story you heard growing up about the prince who waited until he was fully 100% confident to rescue the princess? And they all laugh because no one's ever heard of that story. There's no virtue in that. It's all about being able to display courage. And 
I want to say to anybody here who's listening to this and saying, wow, this feels really terrifying to do. It absolutely is. But that's where you get to be the person that you're proud of. And you get to display courage and look back and saying, wow, I really grew there. And I didn't just wait for it to feel comfortable. And also, again, like what helped them and helped me was the reality that change doesn't happen overnight. Good habits take time to build and to break. So just because you let go of that chip on your shoulder, all of a sudden your habits, routines, they're not going to go to the trash in a minute. It's not going to happen. Like it's very challenging also to completely upend the way you behave. Like your routines will stop you from all of a sudden becoming complacent and unsuccessful. They're going to be your safety net. These routines that you've built up over the years because of that chip on your shoulder, you can keep those routines just without the added emotional stress because of that chip on your shoulder. That's the beautiful part. And on top of that, you can decide, you know what? I don't have to go all in. Going all in is scary. So I'm just going to run small experiments. I'm not ready to go that chip on the shoulder. It's scary. That's okay. So what do you do instead? You try it out in one area of your life or business for a predefined period of time and then assess. Was this a good thing or was this a negative thing? Because if you do that consistently, these small steps can lead to very, very big ones. Now, this is the crux of the work. And what I want to say here is that this is harder and scarier than just mindlessly pushing harder. It's a weird thing. But this, if this is hitting home, then don't back down from it. This is the harder work than just going harder. This is the real work here for you. So to recap, this is what we said we'll cover today and what we have covered. The story of the three seven to eight figure entrepreneurs who are bumping into this question. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is these are successful individuals. And now they're going to get to a whole nother level of success because they're going to keep all the good habits and routines this chip has put on them. But they're going to let go of that emotional stress and anxiety. So they're going to get more rest. They're going to be able to think more strategic and just think about better things and get better results. And that's why I'm super happy for them. We also covered why we develop a chip. There's a situation we don't like in our lives whether it's a decision we've made, an action we've taken, just our lives in general, whatever it may be, we say we're going to do something about it. We also talked about the number one fear that causes people to hold on to it in an unproductive way. Like, I'm afraid that if I let go of it, I'm going to go back to that person who was complacent and had that feeling of shame or whatever it may be that they don't want to have anymore. And we also said it's not going to happen overnight. Habits don't break overnight. And also you can run into small experiments. You don't have to go all in if it's too scary. That's perfectly fine. And we also talked about the fact that this is what's harder than actually pushing harder. Changing how you work, how you operate, how you view the world, that is much more difficult than just saying, okay, I'm just going to push, 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 push. And I think that's the real victory here. Not victory over a task by pushing harder, but victory over your lower self, over the ways you used to do things that don't actually serve you anymore. That's the real victory. And how, finally, we covered how to judge if you should or shouldn't let go of that chip on your shoulder. And again, if you're someone who's naturally very complacent right now, right now, if you look at you say, okay, this is a very complacent person. He's pretty lazy. He's not achieving much. Yes. A chip on your shoulder will probably help you put more pressure on yourself, hold yourself more accountable and you'll perform better. However, if you're a person who naturally holds himself to a high, high standard, is very rigid at times with the standards and puts a lot of pressure on himself, then that chip is probably not serving you anymore. You're actually having less emotional pressure on yourself will probably help you perform at a better level. And again, get to get better results with less anxiety, less stress, better sleep, and all that good stuff. To recap that, how you can ask yourself, is it helpful for me today? That chip on my shoulder or not? Again, these days, do I usually push myself too little or too hard? These days, 
do I put so little pressure on myself that I'm comfortable and apathetic? Or do I put so much pressure on myself that I feel anxiety and stress? And the keyword here that I keep repeating is these days. Forget about how you felt about yourself in the past or how you feel about yourself. But these days, objectively, do you put too little pressure or too much? Are you naturally apathetic these days? Or are you usually much more on the stress side? Like, I still feel sometimes like, oh, man, that 18-year-old, he was naturally complacent. I'm afraid to go back there. But I have to remind myself that Edomar of today, of these days, is someone who pushes himself to an extreme level. He holds extremely high standards. And putting more chips on my shoulder today for who Edomar is today is definitely going to be counterproductive. And this is the big thing. you got to forget about how you feel about who you used to be and recognize that you're not that person anymore. If for both these questions of if you feel that you push too hard or that you feel that you put so much pressure on yourself that you feel this anxiety and stress, it's probably time to put that chip down step by step. So if all this resonated hit home, here's a six step action plan. First off, figure out what caused you to develop that chip on your shoulder. I think it's so important to understand why this was formed. So you can say to yourself, you know what? There was a reason for this and it served me well. And then what did you tell yourself in that story? For example, it could have been, you told yourself, I have to always max out. Or I don't ever want to feel that pain again. I don't ever want to quit again. Whatever it is may be to you. Figure that part out. Then tell yourself what good results did I actually get from it in the past. This is really important. Recognize like it did serve you. But then what you got to flip on it is assess it honestly. Where could it be possibly holding you back from your bigger future? Say, okay, it's stopping me from being able to employ leverage. I focus on the small things. I don't trust certain people, whatever it may be. And then ask yourself this, what small experiment could you run to try putting it down in a small way? And for this, figure out, okay, what's the action and what's the time frame? I think it's really important. It's an underlooked tool as far as mindset to say, I'm not going to change because that's scary, but I'm just going to run a small experiment. If you can tell it to yourself that convince yourself, I don't have to change. I don't have to completely restructure how I think, but I'm just going to give myself permission to run this small experiment with this specific task in this specific time frame. It can give you the permission to try it out. And then you can see for yourself if it's helpful for you or not. And number six, you have to choose courage. This will be harder than mindlessly pushing harder. You have to recognize that. And this was the workshop I wanted to run you guys through of is letting go of the chip on your shoulder a good or bad idea. So here's the deal. If you feel that sometimes you have this chip on your shoulder that's causing you anxiety, causing you stress, and is actually not allowing you beyond to not enjoy life and not be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but it's keeping you up at night and you're not able to be productive in your business, you need to strongly reconsider if it's a good thing or if it's a bad thing. Now, if you want to also download all the slides that we have for this presentation, along with the questions, the six-step action plan, how to let go of this step-by-step, not in a scary way, but in a small step, so you can see if it's good for you or not, you can download it at the links below. It's edamormind.com slash pod35. You can find it there. And if you guys have any questions, let me know in the comments below. Until then, always question your previous assumptions and ask yourself, is this chip on my shoulder still serving me or can I get all the benefits it created as far as my habits and routines without the emotional stress and anxiety if I start letting go? I'll see you guys in the next pod. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. 
And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations, go big and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamumryan.com slash three ideas. Two is the Emotional Fortitude Micro Course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and confidently tackle any goal. It's the complete, nothing held back, emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamarmorani.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that would allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins.